0: Welcome to another edition of the ravine report a dodgers lowdown podcast i'm amanda smith um with me is a man the spiciest ginger since gilligan's island <laughs> jason my producer um hello yes the good news <laughs> is that it's not just gonna be me talking into a microphone again staring at the ceiling of my apartment occasionally thank god
1: for your mental state that it's not gonna be that
0: i know seriously it was rough it was really, if anybody listened to last week's podcast, um, congratulations, you listened. I did not.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> I asked her a couple questions about it and she's like, I don't know. I didn't listen I to I didn't,
0: it. yeah. Do you want me to use the same music as last week? I don't, oh, there was music. <laughs> I refused to download the episode. I just wanted to do it just to get like that first initial push. It was like. It was sort of like having sex for the first time. We're just like, well, I just want to get this over yeah. with because I know it'll get better after that.
1: Yeah, except yours lasted a lot longer than six seconds.
0: That's so. true. <laughs> Dear God, I wish it had only been like five or six seconds. That would have been less painful than that episode.
1: Yeah, no. Well, I mean, <clears throat> uh, just take it from me. It, it becomes more painful over time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, as always, you can find us on uh, Twitter... The podcast is uh, Ravine Report Pod at Twitter. Um, I'm at Amanda R Tubbs with two Bs, and then Jason, do you want to share your? Should we Should we start bringing you in on this? Sure,
1: why not? It's uh, Jason
0: Halftones. Yeah, so Jason Halftones. Um, so you can harass him directly on Twitter <laughs> that way if you'd like. <laughs> Um, So today we are going to be talking about how deeply wrong I was about literally everything last week. Mm -hmm. We're going to look past the All-Star break to our upcoming series against Boston with a special guest analyst and a Boston obsessive in Gabrielle Starr. And then um, if we have enough time at the end, I'm going to bring back an old game that I really enjoyed and have Jason try to guess the real minor league team names because he knows nothing about baseball (laughs)
1: nothing at all
0: it's great makes
1: me the perfect person to have on mic for this podcast
0: that's why you're my my second in command here (laughs) um because compared to you i sound knowledgeable
1: Uh, no it's 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 fair although i could do like the typical like straight white man thing and come in and just be like oh no yeah but come on you don't really you don't you don't know that
0: i mean you could but you would have to start making up baseball player names oh
1: boy (laughs) yeah no that's rough rodriguez
0: That isn't. That is a player. There are many of many. There are at least two to three Rodriguez. Oh ah, shit! Um, you could always go with uh. There's a weird number of um Kellys at the moment. There's a couple Kellys. Oh.
2: There's some several Kellys.
0: Smiths.
1: I mean, I know David Ortiz. I know Big Poppy.
0: see, but you only know, yeah, you know that because we were talking with Gabrielle earlier. No,
1: I know that because I, I, I did uh, spend about a year of my life uh, living as
0: his, as as his, as bench- David Ortiz's, is is like bench. manservant. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, so that was that was a good time.
0: That's nice. Yeah. So but, I learned. I learned a lot. Okay. So so at least you know David Ortiz. He no yeah. longer plays.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> You never say never. Okay. Brett Favre's talking about coming back. Is he really? Football. Yeah, apparently. Is he it like s- how? No. Yeah, what? he like put up an Instagram post that was later deleted, uh, being like, "I'm ready to come back." <gasps>
0: <laughs> he Instagram begged for a job. That's that's normally like that's Lindsay Lohan level sad. Yeah,
1: no, I, I feel like maybe the CTE is getting to him, <laughs>
0: which is oh, very no. unfortunate. Just anyway. what if you just give him a football and be like, "You're playing now, Brett." <laughs>
1: go out in the backyard where you can run around with all the other dogs
0: oh (laughs) so i guess we should talk about um i was wrong about everything last week in my predictions it's okay it's fine it was my first podcast ever doing a podcast on my own Mm. um and apparently when i was just like staring into the depths of my own soul what stared back was very pessimistic oh boy um so I had predicted that we were going to lose the rest of the Colorado series. We'd probably lose the Arizona series and then we'd win the Padres series. Mm. Um, as it turns out, completely wrong about that. Flipped it all. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was great. Which is, yeah, good news. Kind of good news, kind of terrible news because the Padres thing sucks. Uh, uh, we're going to get to that about the Padres uh, Dodger series. But going into the Padres Dodger series that we just came out of, we had a lot of really great moments. Um we had five consecutive walk off wins with three consecutive r- walk offs from rookies. Super fun. That was a first in Dodger history. Wow! Uh, I know that means a lot to you right it now. It does. No, yeah. it really does. Um. So that was like it for a season that hasn't had a lot of walk off wins. It was really fun to get to hear Joe Davis call a few of those. Get that excitement in his voice. It's always kind of he he call he he calls a good walk off. I will <laughs> say what you will about the guy. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings on him. I adore him. Not just because he's ridiculously good looking, but he (laughs) he is. I really enjoy listening to him call a game. Um, But when he calls a walk off, it is fun. I don't know. I want to find out if he like pre-writes the lines that he uses, if he has just sort of like a generator that puts it all together or what, Um, because he has these really good sort of classic lines every single time. Wow. Yeah it's really he's very good at it maybe um, he's got
1: like a team of staff writers just like just sitting, sitting right there just, just workshopping frantically and thrown in front of him
0: oh interesting well you know he he's always got rick krajewski up there and mm. uh there's another guy in the booth boyd and maybe maybe they are the brains behind this operation we'll have to ask at some point i know
1: that's how like a lot of snl writers got started is is, frantically is scribbling bits for for, for joe commentary. davis well joe davis and other commentators you know true hot rod hundley another one <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a hyper-local Utah reference.
0: That's, there's someone in Utah named Hot Rod Hunley. Yeah,
1: he calls all the jazz games at uh, at the the stadium, the arena. Sorry.
0: Okay. I have a question about the jazz. Yes. This is, you know, because this is a baseball podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is jazz music allowed in Utah?
1: Uh <laughs> allowed sure uh will you ever find it probably not
0: so do people know what when you call them the Utah Jazz do people in Utah know what that team name means
1: uh I think fans yes because they all know like yeah the they came from New Orleans and whatever and especially since they brought back the musical note uh into the logo
0: you have to at that point
1: yeah so people understand it but also yeah it makes no fucking sense
0: yeah I mean it's like how we have the Lakers and, and which I think the mascot for that should be a giant sentient lake. <laughs> um, I think that would be fun. You or a sentient a, reservoir. Or a reservoir. Yeah, we do have reservoirs. Yeah. I I think that it, what was really missing just now for everybody listening um, was that when I said giant sentient lake, I put my hands out <laughs> as and as spread my fingers wide as if I were a <laughs> mascot, she, yeah, and then did I bounced back lake and forth. Impression. Yeah, well, I just I do think that I would make a really really good Lakers mascot as <laughs> a like put just put me. Like tape two uh, kiddie pools mm, on either side perfect. of me, um, and then I can just like walk around. I don't know. Can how we th-
1: film like an audition tape for this and send it in?
0: Can we? <laughs> Will we? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh my god! Yeah, I
1: need that to be a part of this.
0: Yeah, no, we'll definitely. If if we can get, you know what? If we can get, <laughs> how many how many reviews do we currently have? You guys should probably be rating and reviewing this. I yeah, should probably sure. plug that at the beginning.
2: Um, okay.
0: I know that this is, is as I said last week it is shocking but for some reason we have a couple of one star reviews
1: <laughs> can't
0: imagine why <laughs>
1: why would that ever be I
0: don't know I yeah. don't know it's but really um, my brain. Uh, so we're at four and a half out of five uh, with 28 ratings mm. if by August 1st we can <laughs> get to 50 <laughs> ratings oh shit I know it's a lot that's 22 yeah. if we can get 22 more ratings by August 1st um i will record an audition tape as the new lakers mascot um i please
1: please make this happen like you know reviews for the podcast beside like i just have to see this i have to see this so
0: but there has to be 22 there and i will make a full costume wow i will do i will do a full lake costume um i don't know what my name will be maybe that will be if we get to if we get to 50 maybe i'll like maybe we'll put together some sort of a
2: poll or
0: like Mm. take some take some votes I'm not sure maybe I'll I'll think of something during like a peyote trip and come up with a really good name have a a vision quest yeah um but yeah if we can get to 50 if we can get to 50 uh ratings Mm -hmm. by uh August 1st, I'll do this.
1: So all 11 of you listening need to find one friend and get them to rate it as well. Just remember, you can always
0: go to the Apple store in your local mall and uh, go into each and every one of those and... Give us a five star.
1: Yeah, there you go. In every yeah. iPhone, that's that's a that's a hack. I actually, when I my very first podcast, mm-hmm. I was uh, managing a store for AT and T at the time. Oh, nice! And I definitely reviewed my own podcast like four times on on our demo phone. so it was it was a good time.
0: That's a good way. As a salesperson, I can confirm that's a really great way to fill your time. <laughs> um, so if you if you're looking for a hobby, create dummy accounts and rate and review uh, our podcast with five stars,
1: please. No, but seriously, I need to see this audition tape. So let's, make, let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So, we had... Uh, where was I Where was I in this thought process? I was talking oh about boy. the fact that we had a really good walk-off wins. <laughs> um, that's what I... We got distracted talking about the Lakers. And Okay. So, yeah. We had some great walk-off wins. Um, we see... CT3 is getting hot again, which is really fun to see. And then our pitching was really solid. Um, Bueller, Maeda... I wrote down Bueller Maeda, and Kenta, which is not what I meant to do. I meant to say Bueller Maeda, and Kershaw um, all had fantastic starts. Ryu having a rough start, but for Ryu, a rough start being three walks, still ridiculous. I mean, in general, it's been an incredibly solid pitching rotation, and we're seeing Kelly bringing his ERA down. It's now below six. He's um, at a five point, I think a 5.3. So even with our bullpen, our bullpen's starting to become more solid. Um... But unfortunately, the bad news is we are never going to win again. We are going to... We've just left the All-Star break having lost three mm. games. Um, third straight game. Our first series loss at home since April. So um, we're going to lose the next 90-some-odd uh, games. It's just the unfortunate the bad it. news. Yeah, yeah. It. it's rough. It was a really fun half the season. Um, but yeah.
1: Thanks for the memories.
0: Thanks, guys. It was cool. But we're going to go on... A record-setting tear of mm. never winning another game again. Yeah, so fair. you know um, that's unfortunate. It
1: is. It is. I you know anytime <clears> uh, an empire falls like that, it's yeah, uh, it's tough to see.
0: But alternately, it <laughs> could be that maybe we lost three games to the Padres, but otherwise we don't suck as much as we think we do. Oh, it could be that. Oh, interesting. I mean, okay. so here's the one th- we lost in low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. against a team that has a negative 37 run differential so what that basically means is that we lost in low scoring games because of our offensive failure and not because of a defensive failure Got it. I, is how I would having looked at the games having seen what happened
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just I don't think that like I said we had really good pitching performances mm-hmm. we had a few weak spots in defense, mm. but those defensive weak spots are going to be changing because one of the unknowns for this last series, mm. now we've had on the it had on the IL David Fries, we've had Pollock, um, both of whom will be coming back after the break. So David Fries would be playing at first base. We wouldn't have to have Muncie or God Jock platooning at first base. Um, both of them are righties. They would have been in the lineup today. Um, AJ Pollock, also coming back into center field, which means that we can move Verdugo over to left if we need to. That takes Garlic out of the lineup. Garlic is a rookie just to... For, and his name for, is Garlic. Yes. Cool. With Garlic. a K. It's fun. Incredible. It leads to a lot of really good spice puns. I enjoy it tremendously. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, not all of our rookies are seasoned yet. <laughs> huh? Um so maybe we didn't need to be starting garlic today. If we had had say AJ Pollock, a healthy AJ Pollock, whose elbow isn't bothering him mm-hmm. in the lineup, it could have been a defense, a, a different game offensively today. Uh, instead of having garlic in the lineup, I didn't see how he did, but he didn't have anything. Again, it wasn't a particularly remarkable game um, mm. in general with this last, the last few games with the Padres, we've lost in low scoring games and it's not for lack of opportunities. Um, We had nine left in scoring position. We had 23 men left on base. Um, I mean, there's, there were a couple of different bases loaded situations where we did not capitalize on those opportunities. Um, And, you know, we're going into the all-star break. It could be that maybe what we're going to see is that those bats are going to start heating up again. Uh, Maybe we're going to start firing on all the cylinders. We've got CT three, like I said, heating up JT Hit his 10th home run today, which, given that last year in 2018, he had 14 total, is definitely leaps and bounds ahead of it. And then, of course, there's no way to even begin to process what Cody Bellinger has been doing. Um, He hit his 30th home run before the All-Star break, um, making him and Willie Mays the only players... I think this was the case. I, I think I read this properly. Only players before... Uh, only players under the age of 25 to have hit 30 plus home 30 or more home runs before the all-star break. Wow. Yeah. So that actually
1: does mean something to me. See,
0: that's what I actually have in my notes. Um, it's been crazy to see the names that you see with paired with Cody Bellinger. And then in my notes, I say I have even Jason recognizes Mays (laughs) or Ted Williams.
1: I recognize Mays.
0: Okay. Because I was like, he's going to know at least that name. And that's what's, I mean, yeah, when you have—he's getting—every you. You, can't, you every time that you hear Cody Bellinger's name this season, what's been so crazy is that you hear his name paired with one of the greats in a way that— I mean, yeah, you hear—when you hear certain pitches, when you hear certain players offensively talked about, they're compared to them, but you don't hear them necessarily breaking their records or being mm-hmm. in line with their records. Mm-hmm. Having, you know, the same ERA as Ted Williams—having uh, having an over 400 ERA like Ted Williams in the month of April and May— that's, you don't hear those sorts of statements being made. You hear comparisons for, for their abilities, mm-hmm. but he's just shattering these records records that, you know, we don't even know exist until Cody <laughs> Bellinger breaks them. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fun to see Amazing. what he gets up to um, after the All Star break. I think that having this little bit of rest will mm-hmm. be nice. Um, we come back from the All Star break to a ga- a series against boston mm-hmm. uh which we'll talk about with gabrielle soon and then after that we basically play a lot of what is the nl east so the um phillies we play the nationals the phillies and the marlins i had this written down from last week but i forgot to so yeah,
1: but who needs to who needs to actually things? do yeah.
0: research and keep track of no, stuff too much i i Basically, did all my research on this episode. People who
1: try get bullied, so
0: oh, that explains most of my childhood. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Phillies, we're coming up back. We come back up against the Phillies, the Marlins. We play the Angels, and then we have the Nats, Mm. Um, and we and then we have Colorado again. So, in terms of, we don't have the site. The I think that the hardest month is behind us. Um, We had just such a heavy period of like four or five weeks of interdiv of within our own division play
2: mm-hmm.
0: going back up against the Marl against the Marlins I, I just I don't feel particularly concerned the Phillies mm-hmm. don't feel particularly concerned Angels I don't know how we keep playing the Angels no one cares about them why do they keep making us do this <laughs> um and then the Nats so we we go into a little bit of a more relaxed series from here on out mm-hmm. um, with a fairly nice schedule so Hopefully, the combination of the All-Star break and then, uh, you know, going up against, like, the AAA teams of the NL East will be good for our self-esteem and egos and all the other things. Um, So, yeah. So,
1: Do Angels fans exist, just really quick?
0: Um,
1: I've never seen one, legitimately. Well,
0: so here's the thing, is that that requires actually going down to Orange County. Ah, shit, yeah. Because despite the fact that they say that they're the LA Angels of Anaheim, they're not.
1: Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're they're the Anaheim Angels.
0: There's like there's at least five to seven Angels fans in the world. Okay, cool. Um, I I work with one, and Ugh. she basically is like, well, my brother liked the Dodgers, so to spite him, I decided to like the Angels, and nice. now and now it's stuck. So you yeah. know there are Angels fans. Mm. Um, I believe Joseph Gordon Levitt was an Angels fan.
1: Oh, good. Yeah,
0: i no that just in the movie, Jason, just in the movie. Do you, have you seen the movie? Is that before your time? Which movie? Oh my God,
1: you're. Which movie are we talking about?
0: Angels in the Outfield.
1: Oh, is I forgot Joseph gordon Love was in that. I, I watched that movie a lot as, as a kid. <laughs> I actually watched that movie. <laughs> he like,
0: was the kid.
1: Yeah, he was the kid. I'm just now remembering that Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt was a person before he was like a human. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although I kind of wish that they had done it like Eddie Murphy style, except that instead of Eddie Murphy, it was just Christopher Lloyd playing <laughs> all of the parts.
1: <laughs> I honestly, I would love for Christopher Lloyd to play all the parts in every movie. Oh, that's yes. He, as a big Back to the Future fan and Angels in the Outfield, of course, uh, Like Christopher Lloyd is the greatest actor of our time and people need to recognize that. And the fact that he's been snubbed at the Oscars every year for the past 80 years or however long he's been alive is, is a crime.
0: No, that's what the lifetime achievement award is for. (sighs) Yeah. The Christopher Lloyd lifetime achievement award.
1: I hope they name it after him someday.
0: They should. It, it should just be, it should just be one of those blenders.
1: (laughs) Yes, I agree.
0: All right. So coming up, we have an interview with Gabrielle Starr. Um, and I we recorded that earlier, so I'm just gonna throw to that awkwardly. So, Jason, can you insert the audio now? Thanks, Jason.
1: It takes a lot to make a stew, a pinch
2: of salt and laughter, too. A scoop of cans to add the spice, a dash of love to make it nice. And you've got too many cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks. All
0: right, so we have with us um, to do the first round of advanced scouting reporting on the opposing teams because I don't pay attention to any teams that aren't the Dodgers unless we're actively playing them, and even then I'm moderately confused by their existence. Today we have uh, from Twitter the queen, I would say, of Red Sox Nation. Are you the queen? Are you the duchess? What is your role in in Red Sox Nation?
2: Um, High priestess? sure yeah
0: <laughs> whatever your title is this is gabrielle star uh gf star one on twitter and so she's here to give girl us at the game oh yeah sorry girl at the game is is more important she she runs the fabulous site girl at the game um which offers really fantastic analysis of not just the red Sox in general but the things that we love about the sport so she has some really beautiful writing on there girl at the game on twitter um so gab's red Sox. what do we need to like how's that going for you guys this year
2: well (laughs) uh i definitely preferred last year but that's (laughs) over so we're not going to talk about it because you and i will fight
0: no 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 i i'm not going to fight with you because it is the past and i recognize that your team was the superior team last year that's that's just a a a blatant fact
2: i i mean it Yeah, anybody with a brain knew that whichever team emerges victorious from the AL last year was going to win the World Series, like, barring some crazy Kirk Gibson-esque situation. Like, there was nobody who was going to take down the American League from the National League. This year, I actually said the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. So I'm sure my fan base is really happy with me for
0: that. I mean, you guys could have, you know— Something happened. We were pretty terrible for most of the season last year up until the last month and a half when our division simultaneously started to collapse and we finally got hot.
2: Well, I don't know about that for us because the Yankees are pretty good. The Rays are pretty good. uh, Our bullpen is a nightmare. And I'm hearing Joe Kelly's actually turning it around for you guys, which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, no, he's getting his um,
0: ERA down below six finally. Just, just took wow. the all – I
2: know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't – barring Dave Dombrowski actually, like, deciding to spend money and trade people and get us a closer and, like, another reliever, we don't really have a chance because we don't have a single guy in our bullpen who can go from the second to third out of an inning without at least walking one batter – but usually giving up like six runs in an inning. So it doesn't really matter how the rest of our team does, because at the end of the day, unless our starting pitchers can pitch complete games every game and our offense can hit like 17 home runs per game, it's not going to (laughs) happen, unfortunately. So
0: so what changed with your bullpen between, other than Joe Kelly, between this last year and this year? Because you guys, the bullpen gave us quite a bit of trouble in the World Series.
2: I have to say, for one thing, nobody actually thought Joe Kelly was going to be good. And you and I have actually <laughs> talked about this before because he wasn't even supposed to be on our postseason roster. The only reason that he was on our postseason roster is because Stephen Wright was injured and therefore was not out, like able to play. And Joe Kelly happened to, like for some reason, not post an eight ERA, mm-hmm. which was a miracle. But no one thought that <laughs> was going to happen. People were honestly terrified when it was going to be him instead of Wright. Um, which is hilarious now in hindsight, cause it was like him and Dave, him and Drew Pomerantz, which like, if you can imagine that as a postseason roster, I was like, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. The biggest difference for us this year is both skill and bodies in our bullpen because we lost Kimbrell and Kelly and I didn't want to keep either of them, but you can't let Craig Kimbrell and his 42 saves go and then not even try to replace him with somebody else. And just hope it's going to be okay with the remaining guys who you didn't trust last year to pitch in, you know, high leverage situations. Like, you're using the people you didn't trust last year more now when they're even worse. And that math just doesn't add up.
0: Yeah, no, that absolutely doesn't make sense. That's right. I I didn't even think about the Kimbrel factor um, that you guys would have lost him. Was there any – like, was there somebody coming up that – in the no there's nobody in your (laughs) in your farm system there's no one that you guys have
2: there's this one guy durbin feltman but like it would have i'm pretty sure he was double a coming into this season so he would have had to make a double jump
0: oh wow yeah
2: just and there were some people that were advocating for that but the thing is you know someone who's posting like a really low era in the minors half of the guys in the minors are there as playmates for a couple of guys who are going to make it. I sure. mean, the, the facts of how many people actually make it out of the minors and into the majors, like, the numbers are crazy. And so, you know, yeah, maybe he's posting, like, a sub-2 ERA in A, but that's A, Yeah. And it's proven by the fact that this year the Red Sox have basically been shuffling guys up and down between Boston and our Triple A team in Pawtucket, and none of them work because they're meant to be minor league pitchers. And they can't handle it. So maybe they're great in double A or triple A, but then they come up here and, you know, they're giving up a bomb to everybody with an arm and that doesn't work. And for some reason, our team just doesn't seem to care that it doesn't work because we have 18, we lead the American league in 18 blown saves, including a couple of games with multiple blown saves. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh no, I think it was just one, but there was a game like two weeks ago where we actually blew two saves. And the only reason that we're not leading the entire league is because the Mets exist, <laughs> Liter- quite literally. Otherwise, I mean, we have a- we have eighteen blown saves, and we're the quote unquote defending world champs. I'm sorry, like, that- I'm not how- laughing at you. I'm laughing at the fact that you just said because the Mets exist.
0: Because that is a sentence. Like because the Mets exist is the asterisk behind every single like embarrassing stat about any team. Is we're not the worst. Because, because the, the Mets, Mets exist.
2: exist. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's like the, you know, when you were in like elementary school, junior high and you would put in bed at the end of sentences. <laughs> yeah. Because the Mets exist is the in bed of major league baseball. <laughs> and I hate saying that because I grew up loving like like sadly loving the Mets. But I mean I like, that, like call a spade a spade, call a willpon a willpon. Like <laughs> the, because the Mets <laughs> exist. It's true. <laughs> Um, okay. Hey, yes. So,
0: but you guys have, in terms of starters, they announced the probables for the, the, the Bo- Boston's got the probables listed. We still don't cause we never do that. Um, but it looks like yeah. we've got sale and we've got price. We're going up against sale and price. Um,
2: yeah, you got, you got the two guys who should be two of the best. I, you know, I have to say, because I've been fighting people about this for months now, they are still two of the best pitchers in baseball. Mm-hmm. Price, especially, I mean, uh, excluding one start of his in Texas where he got absolutely rocked, his ERA is like under two point five, like oh, yeah. under two point five. Like his, he's been incredible. He actually got his one hundred and fiftieth career save, uh, career win today. Oh wow! And and Sale, the problem with Sale is he ne- literally never gets run support.
0: Okay, so that's sort of like the Kershaw of a couple of years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's it's a Kershaw thing. His. Like, it's the funniest and saddest. And I honestly, like, this, it's, it shows you what a consummate teammate he is that he hasn't straight up murdered half <laughs> of these guys yet. Because not only will he go out there and like strike out 17 batters and then get a no decision and they'll lose, he'll then somehow find a way to blame himself after striking out 17 batters. That's
0: amazing. That and it, you're just
2: yeah. like, you're just like, how? <laughs> I, I mean, he, He's yeah, I've been doing uh like this week we have an off week, so obviously I have no life and I don't know what I'm gonna do except stare at the wall. Right. So I've been doing Red Sox report cards that are gonna go up all week on <laughs> I love girl. That the idea. Game. And I was working on sales and I honestly was getting really mad because I was going into his stats and like the more I read, the matter I got. <laughs> because he's you know, he's three and eight, which let's be honest, like win-loss doesn't mean anything now because no pitcher goes deeper than eight games on a regular, like eight innings on a regular basis. So like you could go five innings and be like sale and strike out 10 batters and not give up a single run. And then the Red Sox bullpen exists and it's somehow your fault. Yeah. You know? So for him though, (laughs) he never gets run support. Like since, since the beginning of May, he has the highest K per nine in MLB. Mm Mm-hmm. He also has one of the lowest run support averages in MLB. He gets like three, it's like something like 3.3 3 runs per, runs of support per game. God. That's... And his fellow, his fellow starter, Erod, Eduardo Rodriguez yeah. gets like 8.8, 8, the most of any pitcher in baseball. And like Eduardo Rodriguez can go out there and he'll pitch six innings, but he'll give up like six runs yeah. but it doesn't matter because every one of his starts the Red Sox score like 15 runs and then people will be like, people actually have the nerve to be like Eduardo Rodriguez is better than Chris Hill. I'm like no it's that for some inexplicable reason the Red Sox show up for him and they don't show up for sale and then you look at the outcome of the actual game instead of the individual pitcher and people are actually out here like crapping on Chris Sale yeah. who's an absolute monster
0: it's I mean I don't Look, I know nothing about stats. They, they're numbers, and if it's if it's not a science-related number, if it's a baseball-related number, which is a thing that I sure am interested in, but I'm not going to take the extra time to learn what they all mean. But it would be really nice if there were some sort of an elevated stat that involved, like the win rel- the win loss record relative to runs scored. Is yeah I yeah mean, he, I feel like that should, should be... be that should be informing like at this point because you're right the way the game is played has changed. I can't tell you how many I mean there the number of times where one of our relievers has gotten a win or that a reliever has gotten a save despite first blowing the lead and then getting a save or a reliever getting a win after first blowing the lead and then we happen to get runs to catch up.
2: It's absurd. You got to ask Rick for this. I
0: know, I'm going <laughs> to have to going to have to bug like what is he? he's he's everybody's like he's Dodgers stats guy but now he's everybody's stats guy.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah. just loan them out to people, you know, but, <laughs> but he, no, I mean, I, I, actually should look at this cause it'd be interesting to see how many of those 18 Red Sox blown saves happened in sale games Yeah, because on the rare occasion that he's left the game with like a one or two run Sox lead, they do ruin it. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, you're really doing this to Christopher Sale again, <laughs> really? really like why why do you hate him (laughs) yeah I've seen you definitely post a
0: couple of videos post game videos where you're just staring blankly at the camera being like why
2: it's just like the guy goes out there and kills himself and he's been doing this for years now Mm -hmm. and it's just so crazy to me because he shows up for his team every single time like even when he doesn't have a great start Mm -hmm. no matter if he's good or he's bad He's full on accepting the blame for literally anything like he could be in the bathroom in the ninth inning, like six innings. He pitched six and then he's gone and he's been in the dugout, you know, and then goes down to the bathroom. And in the ninth inning, like somebody else gives up the lead Mm -hmm. and he'll be like, yeah, that was my fault because I went to the bathroom. (laughs) Like I swear to God, I've never heard the man complain about anything other than himself. And he's been so like the accountability thing. Yeah. With him, like he'll be like he he said he's like basically I'm embarrassed to be a person right now. He said that in April, and then he went on a tear, where wow. he was striking out like ten plus batters every game. But you know what? He still wasn't getting wins in most of those games. Yeah,
0: that's brutal. That I mean, that's yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, it's it's crazy. David Price though has been so great. Uh, I'm so happy mm-hmm. for him and for us. He's been he's been marvelous. He also he has the worst luck. Every single one of his starts, he gets like the worst weather, and yeah. he just pitches through it. And we have we have like a rain delay every single game this weekend in Detroit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw. <laughs> it was a four hour rain delay yesterday?
0: That's unbelievable. Like I, w- I don't understand how it's at like a certain like, point and you don't just. You know just...
2: what though? Mm-hmm. The game was longer than the rain delay.
0: Are you serious? How long was the your Red game? Sox,
2: the Red Sox lead MLB in more in four hour games. We have like seven or eight of them. Oh, cool. But so they're they're really
0: drawing out the pain for you.
2: Not only that, but like pace of play. I mean. <laughs> It's just such a joke, like especially for the London Don't say series those cursed words,
0: man. Don't say that.
2: Well, my favorite, no, it was just so funny because I think you and I actually talked about this briefly, like how Manfred was at the MLB London games and those games were like the first inning of the first game was like an hour because each team scored six runs. Right. And Manfred was so happy. And I was like, my dude, you can't have it both ways. You can't want it to be an offensive juggernaut where everybody and their mother is hitting a home run. And then also be complaining about the pace of play because if you're giving them juiced balls, everyone's going to be hitting, everyone's going to be hollering, the game's going to last forever. You can't do that and then also bitch about pace of play. That you was can't gonna be my have next, it
0: both ways. That was going to be my next question was the balls are juiced, right? Like that was absurd. Oh, yeah,
2: no. It's, that
0: I mean, that yeah. series was one of the most, like that was Weirdest. Coors
2: Field. That was bizarre. That was Coors Field on Bash Bros. level steroids. <laughs> And, like, I understand, you know, for starters, the foul territory there was insane. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, you know, we have our rookie first baseman, Michael Chavis, and all of the reporters were tweeting about how, like, in his nightmares, he's just going to be running and running and running (laughs) in foul territory, and it's never going to end because the foul territory was literally about as big as a Little League ballpark by itself. They did say, like, the construction of the stadium made it weird in terms of hitting. Like, there was no wind. And I don't know, they, they said a lot of things. But at the end of the day, they also definitely had some extra juice balls in there to make it yeah. a more interesting series for out of like non- For non-baseball non-regular fans. Non-regular baseball fans. Like people who were going there who were not, you know, typical MLB fans. Because I actually had friends who were there. But it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, a six-run inning for both sides yeah. in the first game and neither starter lasted a full inning is like... You're just kind of like, I, I mean, each game was like five hours long. It was like me being back at game three of the World Series. I thought I lived at Dodger Stadium at a certain point.
0: Yeah, no, you. there's that moment. That's always the worst when you're in an extra innings game and you're just like, oh, this is my home now. That happened. I was at a, yes. I was at a, a 15 or 16 inning Nats game a couple of years ago.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, Why? and it was
0: like, it started, it was a day game, and it just kept going, and I was just like, this is, and the worst was I brought two friends who were not baseball fans, who had humored oh, no. me to be like, let's go to a baseball game, we'll drink beer, it'll be the day, it'll be great, and then around the 12th, they were, I was like, eh, guys, maybe it'll end soon, they're like, no, we're gonna stick it out, and then around the 14th, I just like, put my head in my own lap, and I was like, I'm so sorry, you guys, but this is our home, <laughs> um, because, I mean, yeah. yeah when when they play the the seventh inning stretch for a second time
2: oh my god yeah
0: although I, I have a major issue with the fact that they play it during the 14th and not during the um 16th which is when they should play it because are oh,
2: ha- right right because oh you- my god
0: i know i know this is my big this it, when i'm commissioner baseball one all uniform sleeveless two yep. hot, hot pants fridays Can't, Suns out guns out suns out guns out every day hot pants fridays um, and then seventh inning stretch.
2: You're going to be the horniest commissioner of MLB ever. I, You know, I'd like to think that there was maybe Thirstiest. I, thirstiest. Yeah, thirstiest. Horny is a different one, but
0: thirsty. Absolutely. Like this is it is probably not appropriate for me to ever become the commissioner of baseball solely for the fact that I, I can't like I've said too many inappropriate things about my employees already. And I mean,
2: same, but I would just make every day David Ortiz day. And then like, I would abolish true. the off season and I would never like let baseball end. And they would, everyone would just like die of exhaustion within a week.
0: Oh, I, I, I solved that. So it's not that it, there's no off season. It's that in the off season, that's when we have the senior league, which I know they did in the past, but they only did it in Florida. And that was before social media. So now senior league in the off season with traveling teams, so, so yeah we have so oral can get out on the road during the off season if he wants to we can get all the guys out on the road geriatric as they come it doesn't matter how old you are as long as you can still like at least walk around a base
2: little legal okay. runs yeah I, this but, is if, what, but if jerry lines out on an oral pitch again we're gonna have a serious problem <laughs> speaking of geriatric that's true that's
0: yeah no we, we can't have that sort of like inter the the inter-broadcaster we're gonna issues have to juice,
2: we're just gonna have to juice those balls yeah for sure <laughs> no I yeah I just find it you and I have talked about this so many times like the hypocrisy of things that MLB does where yeah. like they say they want to hear from fans and then fans tell them what they want and they're like actually we're just getting rid of plastic straws <laughs> or you know people say that the games are too long and they're like okay so we're gonna make a pace of play thing but we're also gonna juice the balls yeah also speaking of juice balls and steroids and bash bros. I was going to say, I, some, as soon as said, speaking of bros of guys, balls,
0: I was just like, are we going directly into talking about soon to be of friend the guys, of the pod? Yeah.
2: Some of the guys in their sleeveless jerseys. It was today, a lot. It was a lot of I, yeah. I was just like, I'm sorry. You're honestly telling me these guys are not just using a new form of steroid that isn't detectable because those veins are not normal. Yeah. Like you're literally bash bros 2.0 and you're on the reds
0: yeah i mean okay i saw puig at spring training in i want to say it was 2015 and like it was just genuinely shocking to me how giant his arms are and that was then um so this is like for him i don't question it because that man yeah, yeah like he he no, just puig, no puig, puig's like a tree trunk he, i was about to say puig's limbs are like tree trunks. but yes there were a couple other dudes um who I saw and I was like, what? Merrick Mitrick, what are you doing? Um,
2: yeah, no, it's...
0: 10-ton it's uh, Jimmy in an itty-bitty sack, what? Um, <laughs> the anabolics got them
2: feeling bionic. <laughs> you know, if any, I mean, pla- the, I mean, if any player
0: were going to redo this, all the songs from Bash Bros, though, it would probably be Derek Dietrich because he does have that sense of humor.
2: Honestly, I would pay good money to see a live Bash Bros. With Jose Canseco dancing in the background. That's what he has.
0: He did. He, he was, he at, has volunteered to no, guest star. He was at, um, the lonely Island boys had a, yeah, he I was know. there for that. Um, he
2: looked like a murderer
0: though. Oh, well, he, he never he does. Like, he look looked like he was
2: going to bash them. Like he looked like he was like secretly insulted by the whole thing <laughs> and pretended to like it so that they would invite him on stage so that then he could bash their heads.
0: Oh no. He likes
2: baseballs from behind, but,
0: he loves, any you know. attention is good attention. But yes, he looks, the murderer is because his smile looks un unhinged. Like it's a deeply. Because it is.
2: Yeah. Bigfoot hunting, shall we?
0: Oh my God. I, I do want to, if this podcast becomes popular enough eventually, I want to put up a GoFundMe to, to send us Bigfoot call, hunting.
2: Me, Call Morgan. Call Morgan. I cannot Morgan wait management. to call Morgan Management. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I'm going to call Morgan just to see if Morgan wants to come on the podcast. I need more guest co-hosts.
2: I wonder if Morgan's a man or a woman or I wonder, not even a person. It's like a last name of just like
0: I think that Morgan is probably else. Jose Canseco speaking with a little bit of like a, his voice in a, with an accent, a British accent or something.
2: Hello, you've reached Morgan management. <laughs>
0: exactly, but it's Jose Canseco, so it's a really even much worse British accent.
2: Yep. Do you think that now when Jose Canseco answers the phone, he just answers, Jose! <laughs> like... <laughs> I just do you believe think, do think that's how he like re- like introduces himself to people now? He'll be like, "My name is Jose. Jose." If he has a sense of humor, he will. I mean,
0: I would hope he does, but I bet you that I like do it, it
2: for the, do it for the live content, you know? Yeah, like, well, real human, human, real life human content. Content. Um God. Okay, so
0: the other thing I want to talk about with you because you did it was one of your most recent Girl of the game posts is um no 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 this is a good one um because this is not a mid-season nightmare which is really a desolate like good lord (laughs) you do have really good headlines other headlines the immaculate Chrisception um
2: wait that's just fun fact Chris Sale first pitcher since 1928 to throw two immaculate innings in one season that's amazing and the first ever to do it in the same month Wow, that is a really good. That's a really good fact. And 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 they can't give him some goddamn runs. I'm (laughs) sorry. Like you can understand why I'm mad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No. I totally. How do like you're more keyed in with Red Sox Twitter. Um. Going into this next, going there's. I love that.
2: I love them, but like it's my entire life now. Like yeah. I have no life.
0: No, that is true. I've sat there with you and like watched you on your phone. So that is, I have seen you in real life. <laughs> the, Just like
2: the entire, the entire seven hour drive back from spring training when I read you my DMs. Oh yeah, that was great. That was entertaining though.
0: Um, for you, for you, for me, it was great. I who cares about whether or not you had a good time? I had a wonder. It kept me happy. I'm um, never
2: having a good time.
0: <laughs> so how have has there been a discussion going into the Dodgers Red Sox series about this about like what people are anticipating have has this been discussed yet how do how do the fans on Red Sox Twitter feel about this upcoming series
2: you know honestly i think for the most part like it's it's one of those things it's not like recency bias i guess it's just like interleague play is so is is so infrequent that i feel like a lot of people don't really pay attention to the national league because we just never invite like like the things that stick out in the national league are like last summer rick porcello had a three-run double and it was his first extra base hit since 2010 (laughs) like that's like like people just don't i feel like it's such a bubble in the al east especially because like you know we're always dealing with the yankees whatever um i for one having been in california all this time and then you know, being with, like, you and Rick and, like, all of our Dodger yeah. people. I, of course, have been very concerned with this series because I've seen firsthand how crazy awesome the Dodgers have been this year. Offensively, Ryu is, like, literally a monster. Um, the one place I feel like we're somewhat evenly matched, I guess, would be the bullpen. But even that, like, I I still think you guys have the edge on us, especially if Joe Kelly's finally remembered where where the baseball's supposed to go. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know... It's obviously – it should be a fun series because it's like a World Series rematch. But I feel like, you know, I feel like so much this season for us has been just, like, quite frankly, being so broken down by our team. Yeah. Like, we really – I mean, just, like, imagine – and I'm not even saying this, like – you know I'm not saying this in a teasing way. Like, you win the World Series. You're riding so high because not only do you win the World Series – you set a new franchise record for single for most wins in the regular season. You win like every possible award, everyone in baseball. Like, it's not like even a joke. Like, it's not even a question. Everyone in baseball knew you were the best team last year. Yeah. And you immediately come into the regular season 2019 and just get your faces curb stomped for months. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know, with the Orioles, no one ever expects anything of them because they're bad. So it's like, you know, if they win, everyone's like, oh, that's cute. Congrats. Like they find like that's sweet. Like they won. No one expects anything from them. If you're the defending world champs and then you play like this, it's like beyond humiliating. And so most of us are just like at this point, like we almost blew a 6 nothing lead yesterday and the day before. We cannot hold a lead no matter how big it is. Like I'm like, I need 15 runs just to feel safe. And even then I really don't. Like I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop all the time. So most of us are just like, I, as spoiled as it sounds, having won four times in 15 years, also being Red Sox fans where you, you were born into knowing how badly things can go. Right. In the, in the blink of an eye. I mean, like I was only alive for 12 years before we broke the curse, but those 12 years were very specific of like You're the number of baby. times we came, we came so close. Yeah. Yeah and then lost in, like, the seventh game of a World Series. It happened for 86 years. So all of us still have, like, that trauma of, like...
0: Yeah, you've got the inherited trauma of being a Red Sox fan.
2: It can go to shit so quickly. Sure. And 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 now we're all just, like, numb because we're so used to this bullpen ruining even the best game that, like, like yesterday we had a four-hour rain delay. Yeah. And, and then we scored so many runs, and then all of a sudden it was six to five. And thankfully, we won ten to six. But like, we almost blew a six nothing lead against the Tigers, and the Tigers are like the Orioles of their division. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, like, I was actually we just like I just have no hope anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean I get it. It's tough. Do you guys? I mean, do you feel like maybe this is sort of that those re- that mythical rebuilding year, or is this like a post World Series
2: coma? What do you guys? How does it feel as a fan? I I mean I like as like rationally speaking, because I'm not I, like I obviously am a fan, but I'm also like a sports right like i i spent yeah. a lot more time doing this you know than just like oh i like watch the game it's like a weird mix because for one thing you know a hangover it's like you know maybe i'll last like a month you're like good but yeah. you're not like look at the cubs like in like the last couple years like they've slowed now they're not great but like the last couple years like they were still really good they just weren't as good for us it's like we just went to crap with the exact same team minus Kimbrel and kelly Right. Andrew, Andrew Pomerantz, but, like, is that really a loss? Yeah, you're
0: not no. really missing much there. Mookie's no. gotten – has Mookie stopped slumping? M- I know you were really harsh on him earlier, but it seems like he's been doing better. I mean,
2: better. he's been doing better, but, his, like, the fact that Mookie's batting average is, like, in the mid-260s and he's, like, the AL batting champ and the MVP, and you're just, like – the thing with the team is the way that Mookie and JD are hitting, so goes the rest of the lineup, mm-hmm. or that has been in the past. Thankfully, a lot of other guys have really been stepping up. Raphael Devers, like, look for him because he has been insane, and he's like twelve years old. Okay. Um, he got moved to the two spot like ten games ago, and ever since then, the team has been completely like the offense has exploded. Okay. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. has been incredible. Christian Vasquez. Okay. Th- speaking of like crazy stepping up. Yeah. Christian Christian Vasquez hit his fourteenth home run of the season today. Wow. Between 2014 and 2018, he had 10 total home runs.
0: Wow. That's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. So, like, thankfully, other guys have been stepping up. My whole thing with Mookie is, you know, he was really bad in the postseason. hmm And he's been bad every postseason. And then he, you know, he, partially not his fault because Cora moved him to the two spot. He's always been lead off. That's where he shines. They moved him to second. And he kind of, like, I feel like he lost his mojo. And he's just been trying too hard. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you're up here in the major leagues. Like, at a certain point, I don't really have sympathy for you because this is your job. Yeah. And it's a pretty damn good job. Like, you're making millions of dollars playing a kid's game. Like, I would kill to have that job. <laughs> so, at a certain at a certain point, like, my sympathy only goes so far. Like, I know it's incredibly hard to do what they're doing. I also know, like, you either figure it out or you don't. Like, the Red Sox are one of those teams, like, they don't really have the tolerance for, like, you know, some teams it's just like, all right, whatever, it's not a big deal. The Boston Red Sox, if you go on this badly for long enough, I mean, people on Boston Twitter have been calling for so many people's heads. Right. Since opening day, which I'm, like, not going to be hasty, but it's, but I have my own list now. Yeah,
0: sure. But by the All-Star break, like, you have a pretty good sense of what, how things are shaking out on your team and what kind of you can look God, forward by, to in the second half.
2: We knew by May. <laughs> our bullpen was a problem like I knew I knew last year our bullpen I said this last year I was like you know the only reason our bullpen's getting away with anything is because our offense and our rotation were so good that they masked how bad our bullpen was and we had Kimbrell and he got 42 saves this year like Dombrowski accounted for zero regression to the mean so you know our starting pitching still being fine our offense has been up and down but they can't hide how bad how much even worse our bullpen is like it's not it's not a secret we have 18 blown saves well I mean so, I don't know it's yeah. like a weird mix of hangover and rebuilding because like you would think exactly the same team as last year how could you possibly be rebuilding that's why it's so confounding because yeah. you know these are literally the same guys who did what they did last year and you look at them and you're like okay it's one thing to not be doing it on that level like no one's saying win 108 games again win the world series we're just saying don't look pathetic it really shouldn't be that hard like that's literally at this point that's all Boston really wants right now is like please don't embarrass yourselves yeah that's it's like that's how low the bar has gone from like oh can we repeat to please just don't lose to the Tigers and the Orioles and the Royals like that's sad That's, that's that's like a sad thing to say like it's it's like sad when you're excited to only be less than 10 games behind the Yankees like really? Yeah, that's no,
0: that's pretty brutal. And they are have, I mean, they they are going on a pretty ridiculous tear, the Yankees. But that's still, that's a that's a brutal statement to have. I, I get it,
2: especially especially when you consider the fact that, like you said, you don't pay pay attention that much to other teams. Mm-hmm. From like the first two months of the season, the Yankees had 17 p- players on the aisle. Oh, yeah, that I knew. Like they were, I mean, they
0: had uh, Judge and Stanton, right? We're both on the IL. Well, the Stan- and Stanton's back on
2: the IL because the guy's an injury magnet. Right. But like Savarino, well, when you, when you have Didi Gregorius, like they had so many of their stars. Yeah. They were using like these, they basically like one of the two of our games against, our first two games against them in April, mm-hmm. we were basically playing their AAA team, the Scranton Rail Riders, <laughs> and we still lost both games. Yeah. That's no, that's that's brutal.
0: That's gonna be exhausting and brutal you know, to go you, through.
2: Like you're losing to a minor league team, and maybe that minor league team is still a Yankees team, but like you're the defending champion World World Series, like defending world champs, and you're losing to a bunch of call ups. Yeah, from the minors because the entire Yankees team is on the IL, and like you still like we blew, I, we gave up our bullpen in that one of those games, gave up a grand slam to Brett Gardner, and blew like a five run lead. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: all right. So what, what I'm getting from this is uh, Dodger fans should going into this Boston series be feeling at least not completely terrible about it, given that we're coming off of this, like getting just spanked by the Padres. Um, my last question before, because I know it's late on your on your side of town, because you're back in Boston now, and we miss you. Uh huh. Um, I miss you. My last question for you is, of course, who do you think is going to win the home run derby? Oh, God. Um... And second question, of course, being who's going to show up to the red carpet with the most swag?
2: Okay. well, first of all, we have to make a distinction between most ostentatious outfit and most swag. Oh, no. Most ostentatious outfit. 100 percent. Okay. most ostentatious outfit is definitely going to be Machado. Did you see what he wore last year? (laughs) No, I missed that. He wore like a pale pink suit with no (laughs) shirt underneath. And like a chain. Okay, now and I'm mentally picturing
0: this. i d I'm it's, gonna Google this right it, it's,
2: now. It's, yeah, I, it's,
0: it's a lot. Oh yeah. If you Google Machado All Star suit is the first thing that oh, double breasted. That's mm-hmm. an unexpected I thought it was I thought it was double breasted. Right, no shirt. Am no, I No, right? yeah, no, this is yeah. like the, the double breasted like I wouldn't have as much of an issue with this except that of it is double breasted. Hold on, Jason, I'm showing you this is Manny Machado, he's a baseball player. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a look.
1: That is, yeah. That's Jason,
0: do you think you could pull that off?
1: Definitely not. I'm way too pale for that. My hair is way too ginger for that. Uh, yeah. And I'm way too slim for that.
0: <laughs> I mean, the truth is, is that, that Manny Machado's blazer is the same color as your chest from what I can yeah, see yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, For sure. No, that, it, that would, it would look no, like would was look nude. Naked, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I would look naked, like way too skinny for that sort of jacket, and uh, the chain would take up a large portion of Of your neck. Yeah, Yeah. your
0: whole body would just be pulled forward from the weight of it. Yeah.
1: So it would really be be a rough time.
0: Okay, so so Jason will not be at the first live show wearing this outfit.
1: Unfortunately, not. That's a
0: bummer. You know what I I I really respect about this? He only has one suit jacket buttoned. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I like. It was quite quite the look. But you know what I would say also, Mookie Betts loves to make an interesting, make interesting outfit choices. Like if you see what he wore to his MVP thing, it mm-hmm. was like a peacock themed situation, and the hat I believe had a peacock feather as well there was a or hat? something. He really, yeah. You you should really look, uh, just like look up M- uh, Mookie Betts like MVP. Oh my it was like gosh. a peacock thing it's like man. MVP cock. <laughs> um
0: i think that was actually my tweet at the time yeah that's a whole like that see now J- jason you could pull this look off oh yeah easy that yeah. that's way more I, your speed especially no, the sure. hat I, yeah
2: i actually have to say they were right selling now. a cheap knockoff of that at top shop for at top man at the grove and i actually took a picture of it and i showed it to oral yeah because I told him that he and Joe should wear matching ones of those. Oh my God, that'd be so. He was cute. not in. He was not into it. But they. But if Jason wants them, they are available at Top Man at the Grove. Perfect, okay. Yeah,
0: cool. <laughs> all right jason so that's what so fine you'll wear that to our first live yeah. show jason we will be Although,
1: wearing a
2: peacock blazer
1: being a guy in a fedora though is always a uh, dangerous territory that's a tough
2: you know my father true. the rabbi looks great in the fedora <laughs> so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to say it depends on the man I guess that's true. man man maketh fedora i would say fedora fedora doesn't make the man but the man it makes, makes the, the fedora. fedora that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> i don't know who do you have for the home run derby oh
0: god i don't i don't know i don't i don't care I honestly, this is a question I'm asking mostly because other people care about the home run derby, but much like with, um, all-star voting, I just kind of like, I don't, I don't care. It'll be kind I, of fun to watch, I guess. I'm excited for Jock to be back in it. Um, yeah, because I don't he got
2: know. snubbed, right? In 2015? Well, he, didn't he, didn't he, out, didn't he get out in like the first round or yeah, something? Yeah, he, he got out in the first
0: round in 2015. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, every time I open my MLB at bat, it wants me to vote and give them my data and do the rounds on it. I'm like, I don't care. Um, I want yeah. Alex Bregman to not win. I know that.
2: No. Yeah. God, no.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. Um. I don't know. Josh Bell. Maybe? I was going to say Josh Bell. That was kind of my go to
2: Josh Bell because you know what? I like an underdog and I regularly forget that the Pittsburgh Pirates even exist. Yeah. But I like Josh Bell. Yeah. I think And I- I'm like everybody else. I'm like, eh, eh yeah. I think Josh Bell's a good one. I don't particularly like the Pirates, but I would
0: go with him. I mean, Matt Chapman, like, cool that the A's are representing for a change. It would be f- really Not fun. But they're only
2: representing because Yelich remembered that I he that. I know, because Yelich. <laughs>
0: That's absolutely what it is. That's um, like I it.
2: literally. That's like
0: <laughs> Vlad Guerrero Jr. Being in it, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about that.
2: Yeah, he's he's. You know, I have to say, like, I know it's the AL, so it's probably not like the biggest concern for you. But since they're in our division, yeah, between him and Kavon, um, Kevin, um, Biggio, whatever his name is, the Blue Jays are going to be good yeah. if they if they can get their pitching under control. I because I you know I'm fairly certain that Marcus Stroman is going to be gone by the end of the week. Um. 'Cause he's too good to stay on their team as it is. Um, and they're gonna trade him for future stuff because yeah. they have like they have the future batters in place. So they're gonna want younger pitching future guys. The Blue Jays are gonna be scary. Yeah. In like a couple like a year or two, I would say. Like Vlad's still too young. Vigios, they're still trying to find out where they're gonna put him in like the in like defensively, but their bats are hot. Like we actually had a hard time against them. Like, I know that was I was probably watching those more games. of a reflection, probably more of a reflection on us than them. But like, like the the beginnings are there. You know, like they really have actually done. Re- like they're not like Mariners rebuilding. They're like actually rebuilding. Yeah.
0: No, they um, they are actually putting the work in versus just shedding salary and then being like, no, no,
2: no, we're making a good team. I swear. Yeah, and you guys actually gave them uh, Andrew sopko within mm-hmm. your system, and now he's in theirs and he's really good and he's in triple a and he will be really good yeah. um i think but the one thing i was going to ask you before i forget mm-hmm. was um all-star voting because yeah. this was a huge thing for boston because like none of our voters just showed up for our stupid team um what do you think about how voting should be run because uh, like at this point i'm oh, like i don't think that z- we you know should vote. xander bogart got yeah i don't think we should vote i think either. voting is the stupidest. Like, thing democracy thing the doesn't Democracy means nothing in baseball.
0: It's so stupid. Like, I don't understand why I had... To, like, I, I I had a couple of, like, incensed tweets about this that I don't understand why um, I have to put effort in to have Cody Bellinger go to the All-Star game. Like, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> that shouldn't be a question. It shouldn't be a question... That Christian Yelich goes, through. like, I don't even like him, but he should be going to the All-Star no, game. No, These are just the facts. Um, and so I just think it's absurd. And I get that, yeah, you want to have, like, one from each team. But, like, if the point of the All-Star game is to have All-Stars, then put the All-Stars in. Don't make me give you my Gmail account and then make a bunch of fake ones just so that Cody Bellinger can get be a first-rounder. And definitely don't make me then do a second round of voting.
2: Like, are you kidding? I just think it's... it's-
0: it's a really it's stupid, stupid way to try and get fan engagement because that's not how fan engagement works.
2: No, it, 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 if anything, it should show them how unengaged fans are. Yeah. Because, like, like for us, you know, and and Red Sox fans are some of the big. It's like one of the biggest fan bases in baseball. Yeah. Xander Bogarts leads American League shortstops in almost every single offensive category and a bunch of defensive ones. Yeah. And he was not going to be an All Star. Yeah, I just I don't know why you don't look didn't at like show up for him. And all these people had the nerve to be like, well, Jorge Polanco is actually... I'm like, no, no. Xander Bogarts is better than Jorge Polanco in almost every single category. You're wrong. You're voting like an idiot. You don't deserve a vote. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm saying this as somebody who factually knows more about these players than these people. And... (laughs) I don't even think I should have a vote. But if I did, I at least would know who the hell to vote for.
0: I mean, yeah, it's definitely, its I think definitely a case of democracy not working. Um, so yeah, but no, Mookie I'm with Betts, you on agreement.
2: Mookie, on. Mookie Betts got in and Xander didn't. And Xander has been better than Mookie at literally everything, but Mookie is MVP. So people are like, oh, I've heard of that guy. I'm going to vote for him. Um, congratulations. You are showing us why you don't, like the voting showed why people don't deserve to vote. <laughs>
0: All right. So under when we, when you and I become co-commissioners, um, sh- sleeveless all the time, hot pants yep. Fridays, uh, senior That's league on you.
2: The, I, I want, I want no part of the hot
0: pants, hot pants Fridays for me, uh, senior league during the off season. And, um, it will also be a benevolent dictatorship for the all-star game. Cool. Sounds like we're 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 rolling with this. I like this. And
2: every day is David Ortiz day. And
0: every day is David Ortiz day. This Every will,
2: single day. It's true. Every it's definitely true day. for
0: you. Every day is David Ortiz day. Okay, Gabs, I got to wrap this up because there is a pizza that's getting cold that I really 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 want to eat. <laughs> um, and well, that's why now, now
2: I'm just re- now I'm just missing you and really jealous cuz I want some pizza. It's
0: a really good pizza. It's not vegan though, so you can't have it. it, oh, it it's, hurtful. I'm so, it's not helpful. I'm sorry. it's not intentionally also, But also help, but also helpful. Yeah, no, you can't eat this. This has cheese on it and it's real cheese. Um, this also has pepperoni on it, which is, Ugh. I know, see there, don't even want this. It's, it's, a d- no. it's no, a deeply non-kosher. I appreciate non-kosher. it, now I don't want it. I know, it's, it's, it's not a kosher pizza at all. There might as well be clams on it.
2: Ew, why'd you put clams on a pizza? I don't know, why would you put lobster and ice cream and yet I ate that. Okay, but you didn't have to eat that. Just because someone makes something does, does- not mean you have to eat it. Okay, that
0: is patently not true. I do have. To, if somebody makes it, it goes in my mouth. <laughs> I agree
1: with that. Thank you. I really you. agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, no, two against one. If 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 somebody makes it, you have to eat it. All I've, right. I
2: guess I guess I've been outvoted. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry on
0: this. Um, okay, Gabs, have a great time this uh, this week. Enjoy the Boston series. Um, hug all the Dodger fans there that you see on my behalf. Because I'll I,
2: facetime. I'll facetime you with uh with O-town.
0: Oh my God. Ugh. I miss him already. Um, have a great time. And I am so mad that I messed up when I went to Boston and didn't manage to ACU or like B. come, you just come
2: back. I really, walk another 13 really miles.
0: cannot come back. Um, I like being employed <laughs> and they get mad at me when I just randomly take off like for a four day weekend to go watch, watch more baseball. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. See you on Twitter. And so again, that was uh, GF a uh, girl at the game is her Twitter handle. Um, girl at the com is her website a couple great articles a lot of great articles up uh, one of the most recent which we didn't touch on but I really enjoyed was about um, Alex Morgan doing the tea sipping gesture and how ridiculous it is that women aren't allowed to have fun in, in sports um, check out her site say hi to her on Twitter uh, thanks so much Gabs thanks Amanda
2: bye nice you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was the finger pointing that was just <laughs> really yeah it was very it was very declarative <laughs> all right so jason hello hi
1: hi how you doing
0: i'm good well so um since you're the only person here oh shit i know
1: every time anything
0: starts out that way
1: exactly yeah there's never been a good thing in my life that started out with well since you're the only person here
0: yeah well that's what it is now <laughs> this is this is our life now you've you've Uh. bound yourself to me
1: yeah i know i shouldn't have taken that blood oath
0: i know well now you are though you're bound to me in in loyal servitude and as such i all my stupid games that i think of you are the one who has to play them now
1: good it's like saw (laughs)
0: yeah. <laughs> do you want to play a game um yeah, well hopefully i'll have a guest co-host next week and you can be like have some of that weight taken off of you you don't have to just have me staring at you intently across the table
1: it's okay i'm used to that for most people okay it's most it's like a studying sort of thing they're like confused a little bit normally
0: yeah well that's fair you know. yeah anyway um all right so there are a lot of minor league teams. Minor league teams are the teams that have the players who aren't in the major leagues. Yeah, yet. yeah, I do know that. Okay. And you had one in Utah with you. Salt Lake Bees. Yeah. So as you might know from the fact that the Salt Lake <laughs> Bees um, are a team, mm-hmm. there are a lot of weird team names for minor leagues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Mean, the Salt Lake Bees, do you know their, their motto?
0: What is the Salt Lake Bees motto?
1: Buzz on, buddy. No, it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have
1: no idea what their motto is. <laughs>
0: I, I was mostly like, the immediately as soon as you said, uh, I just, my brain started going to, holy shit, there are team mottos, which I was just so excited by the prospect of.
1: <laughs> that could be another game is just oh the minor it's league guess team the minor, motto. I, That
0: was immediately where my brain went, was like, I didn't know that there were any, so Jason will have are. to accept, there aren't, <laughs> um, and to my knowledge. I mean, hey. But there should be.
1: There very well could be, I feel like.
0: I mean, we can make them. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so... <laughs> I'm going to (laughs) give you (laughs) a tiny animal just jumped very far (laughs) to try and get to pizza. And it was it was impressive.
1: Yeah, that was very good to watch. I'm glad it
2: happened.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm going to give you. There we go. I'm going to give you three team names and you have to guess which of the team names are real and which are not. Okay, Um, I will
1: definitely ace this one.
0: Okay, this is me. Great. All right. um, I themed them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, So there are... First one is (laughs) color-coded. The three team names. You just tell me which ones are real, which ones are not. Yeah. The green jackets, the red-eared sliders, and the blue Wahoos. So one of these is not real. Two of them are. Green jackets, red-eared sliders, blue Wahoos.
1: I'm going to say blue Wahoos are fake.
0: You're that fast. Yeah. Okay. No, blue blue Wahoos, Wahoos are real. Shit. Who? Yeah, they where? are in Pensacola. Pensacola, Florida. So Wahoos of a, course. A Wahoo's a kind of a fish, just like Wahoo's tacos. Damn it.
1: Which one did you make up?
0: Do you want to try again? Yes. Okay. The other two remaining are the green jackets and the red-eared sliders. Oh,
1: man. Um, I mean, I want to say green jacket because that's not a thing, but red-eared sliders is so... It's like so specific that it would be a good lie, but also how, like that's that's tough to say all the time. So I'm going to go Red-Eared Sliders.
0: You're correct. Red-Eared Sliders was <sighs> fake. Uh, Green Jackets is real because they are in Augusta.
1: What is, oh,
0: because the, cause the Masters. Because the, the Masters.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Who, why would you... Who names a sports team after another sports thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that'd be like starting an NFL team and being like, we're the Seattle basketballs
0: for <laughs> a football team. Like what?
1: This makes sense. God damn. Uh, okay. Interesting.
0: Um, okay. So Wait, yeah. Can
1: I? Can I? Okay. So yeah. The green. Okay. Got it. Yep. So
0: yeah. Green jacket. The they're in Augusta. Oh um, the one they made up was red eared sliders, yeah. which are a turtle though, so they are a real thing. It's yeah, just yeah. not a, a team thing.
1: And okay. Yeah. It would suck to have a team named after turtles though. I mean, there's worse names for sure, but.
0: Well. Oh we're boy. about to get into some worse names. Oh boy. All right. Category is river nouns. Okay, three team names, one is r- fake, two are real. Yeah. The River Bandits, the River Dogs, the River Toads.
1: Um, I know the River Toads are real.
0: Okay. Give uh, me your reasoning on that.
1: Uh, Because I feel like I've heard someone say the River Toads in context of <laughs> sports before. <laughs> like, I've probably been listening to the Dan Patrick show when someone offhandedly mentions the River Toads, but... It very well could be wrong. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to confidently say that. Yes, that one's real. Uh, and then the other ones are the river bandits and the river dogs. Dogs. Oh man. Um, see, those are both convincing minor league names because like, I feel like you're never going to have a professional, like a real professional team that has anything to do with bandits. Yeah. Like that's always like a, you know, competing football league, like a spring league football or, you know, like a college or something. Uh, so Bandits sounds convincing but then River Dogs sounds like such a Mississippi Missouri sort of like team name that that could work. So I'm I'm going to say River Bandits is r- fake.
0: So River Bandits is real. It's uh Shit. I know. It's Quad Cities. Um the River Dogs are Charleston and River Toads not real. Shit. <laughs>
1: So the one that I, the one the that, one that you were very said.
0: confident about, River it. Toes was not not accurate at quad all. Quad Cities,
1: where are the Quad Cities? I
0: don't know. I just wrote down Quad Cities and forgot <laughs> what the rest of that was. Uh, I know that can let us know who the Quad H- Cities are. They're on Twitter. a Houston team. They're one of the mm. Houston teams. Uh, let's see where the Quad Cities are.
1: Oh man, I didn't know there would be a geography lesson. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I hope it's Houston.
0: Quad Cities, and you Google Quad Cities and you get River Bandits. Um, it's a region of five cities in the U.S. states of Iowa and Illinois
1: interesting yeah okay you know the quad cities yeah uh, of course the quad cities it's like the tri-state area
0: right which by the way quad means four and there's five cities what i know well it's very deceptive
1: man that's the most midwest thing i've heard in a long time (laughs) (laughs) like uh, we already named them the quad cities before we discovered this new city so uh, i'm just
0: gonna throw that in there yeah
1: we might as well unless it's a city full of people who own quads like, unless all five of those cities are people who have ATVs. Oh, okay. Then I'll I,
0: It is Iowa and Illinois, so they, they might. Very well could, yeah. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Um, do you want to go one more round?
1: Yes, please. <laughs> I want to try and redeem myself and get something right.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, category is don't go in the water. These are things that you would like to avoid when you're in a water.
1: I really like these categories. I applaud you for uh, Thank assembling you. them this way. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Team names are Mm -hmm. the Lake Monsters, the King Clams, and the Rubber Ducks.
1: Okay. (sighs) Two of these are ridiculous. One is so ridiculous (laughs) that that I have to believe. (sighs) I really want to believe that the Rubber... It's not that I want to. I actually want to believe in a team called the Rubber Duckies or the Rubber Ducks, uh, whichever one you said. I want to believe that that exists. Uh Uh-huh. But I can't possibly fathom a city <laughs> that would rally behind the rubber ducks. So I'm going to say that one's fake.
0: Okay. So you're going King Clams are real and Lake Monsters are real.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, Lake Monsters also ridiculous, but that's another one where I feel like I've heard it. Sure. Uh, King Clams, dumb, ridiculous, but probably real in my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, Lake Monsters is a Burlington, yes. Vermont team. Okay. Um, made up. King clams, entirely God. just made up. King clams. Damn it! I was like, that sounds regal. Why not king clams? <laughs> that sounds like a thing that a team would create. Um, rubber ducks is real. They are an oh. Akron team.
1: An Akron team, as 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 a tiny animal falls. Yeah, uh, man. Akron, Ohio needs to really, I think, get their shit together. Uh, or well. <laughs> I think I need to see the branding behind the rubber ducks. I mean, I want to know if they have
0: again a mascot of some sort. That is, if they have a rubber duck mascot, then I'm in. Yeah, uh, I'm going to Google that right now. Rubber ducks, Akron.
1: It would be amazing if their if their uh, mascot was like a regular duck ooh. but wearing a rubber coat.
0: No, the duck is really angry looking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a it's a ooh, but it's kind of cool, but it's also intense. I'm not sure I'm a fan.
1: Who's ever seen an angry rubber duck?
0: Notoriety. <laughs> uh, <laughs> notoriety they were featured in a segment on back in black um
1: wait the acdc album no 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 no, no, the lewis black the daily shows the
0: daily show um lewis black had a segment and he talks about the menu items including the three dog night consisting of a hot dog (laughs) in a bratwurst in a kielbasa
1: man that's some john madden shit right there (laughs) that's incredible
0: that's horrifying i love it why would you do that to all of the things? I think
1: now I have a reason to go to Ohio.
0: Oh God. I've
1: never had a reason before.
0: Okay. Team mascots. Um, oh, thank God. Roberta.
1: Roberta. R-
0: R-U-B-B-E-R-T-A. Oh, perfect. Let me see what that is because I want to see Roberta. Um, there's no link. Oh my God.
1: I, first off, uh, uh, 2019 hashtag feminism. Great for you having a female mascot. I, I approve. Uh, Using the word rubber in the name is brilliant. I love it.
0: Oh, no. What up? This is... I don't know what she is, but she's an abomination.
1: Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Kill her now. Kill Roberta. Wow. That's, that's...
0: Like, it's so easy to make a charming rubber duck mascot. Yeah. And then they L- make like, that.
1: Almost every possible direction you could turn is I a charming mascot except that.
0: Oh, no. Okay, What's, so to explain oh. what she kind of looks like...
1: First off, she looks like she's very angry that she's alive. <laughs> like she's she Roberta, knows she shouldn't exist. Yeah.
0: So Roberta, um, I, I'll put a, I'll try to remember to put a picture up, and I'll actually <laughs> do it this time. Um, so I'm gonna post that. I'm gonna make that in my notes later. Um, so Roberta uh, has pigtails. She's orange. She yeah. looks like she looks like if Astro, the Astros mascot, um, orbit, or whatever whatever the Astros mascot is, if it got. If, uh,
1: she has fur. It
0: she has fur, and her no her beak isn't right, and then she has pigtails that are furry, and she's orange, which is not the color no. of any rubber, rubber duck. Rubber duck, no. Um, and then she has hands. Oh like look at her, she's just shrugging here, like, yeah, oh, I boy. know I'm horrifying.
1: Yeah, no, and even so, like what you showed me before was like a stuffed animal. Yeah, no. This is the full mascot, and it it is legitimately horrifying. The skirt is looking really strange. Uh, with its placement and the amount of feather that's coming f- out from the bottom of this skirt, it makes it look like a like crazy belly hang <laughs> thing going on. And it's, yeah, just the wings are not wings. They're just, it looks they're, like they're,
0: arm fat. Yeah, no, they're not wings. It's like she's wearing oven mitts.
1: Yeah. In Utah, we'd call that Relief Society arms. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, bingo wings. Kinda, yeah, bingo wings. Bingo wings. wings.
0: Yeah, I got bingo wings. <laughs> um, okay, so, okay. Yeah,
1: someone, someone <sighs> do something about that. Roberta needs a redesign.
0: Oh my God, Roberto! Again,
1: it would be so easy.
0: Yeah. There's,
1: there's like almost no wrong answers except that for how to make a rubber duck mascot. Um, but way to go, Akron.
0: They really, they really killed it. Um, okay. There's also Orbit, who is a mascot for the arrows beforehand, and he mm. is his birthplace is outer space. He appears to be some sort of aborted koala. <laughs> I mean, like that's the only way I can like he,
1: see. But I respect any space-related mascot.
0: But I feel like he came to Earth in 97. Like, I don't don't know why you would have a mascot that is from outer space. Um, Well, one, why you would... Because he's listed as on Wikipedia 1997 to present. So they Mm. haven't retired him. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is confusing because that has nothing to do with rubber ducks. Rubber ducks aren't in space. Unless maybe he brought Roberta with him.
1: Wait... Okay, so their mascot is a rubber duck from space. Well, no, this the is that. that mascot. No,
0: no, no. That was the 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 koala was
1: <laughs> koala from space. Okay, got yeah. it, got it.
0: Webster. Okay, so there's also Webster. They have four mascots. Wow. Um, let's see, mascot rubber ducks. This is really exciting. Listening right now, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> oh God, thought, I, did, I did Webster mascot rubber ducks, and all I got was a three foot ten inch rubber duck standee. From Walmart for $34. Wow. Um, so that's cool. Wait, and, so do... Oh, God. Huh? Webster's worse. Really? Webster's worse than Roberta.
1: Let me see, please. Oh. Uh, oh, like boy.
0: He's less in-your-face awful and more like you'd find him on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard. It's like they took a, a chicken costume and there's like, uh, I mean, I don't even... I don't know. It's weird.
1: So, okay, so this... And then I
0: guess is he Webster because his feet are whipped?
1: sure yeah it's it's a terrible duck bun yeah uh so wait this minor league team has four mascots
0: four distinct
1: characters fuck
0: i don't i don't know i mean i guess they just didn't retire arrow oh no 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 here he is so this is webster and arrow which again keep in mind that arrow is a space koala
1: yeah okay oh wow okay so there's nothing but
0: he has a tail
1: yeah, like looking at him, there's nothing that tells you he's from space. First off,
0: no, he's not wearing any sort of like. First of all, how do how does he exist on our planet with our atmosphere? If he's from yeah,
1: because I also thought when you were telling me, oh, that was a that was a burp.
0: <laughs> when you, I also leaned away from the microphone at exactly the same time to burp. That was very <laughs> in sync of us. When when
1: when you were telling me about him, I thought he was just the Astros mascot because that's how little I know about baseball. Sure. And so now realizing that he is one of four. Uh, uh, rubber ducks mascots and he is not a rubber duck and he is from space arbitrarily yeah. that's that's th- why that doesn't
0: so again so this is when from from when they were the astras or the astras or something they used to have a different name and okay. then they changed it but um, so he's just a holdover he's a holdover huh. and
1: i mean that that's like the lakers lakers in la thing that's like the jazz in utah thing it's just like something they decided to keep for no reason uh, when they when they changed things around but they changed
0: the name and kept them the shitty mascot
1: yeah like and this again, they have they have they have
0: so many other mascots <gasps> they have they have Webster the shitty duck they they've got Roberta and then they also have oh god you can become the next mascot for the Akron how many mascots do you guys need
1: as many as possible to fill Oh my the god stands.
0: looking for entertaining and talented individuals to be one of the official mascots you can try out to be Orbit the space cat Homer, oh, man, Homer the inflatable pigeon. <laughs>
1: what? Those don't exist. <laughs>
0: Roberta the duck or Webster the duck. I'm sorry. The infla- Oh my god! That's what that is. That's an inflatable pigeon. Wow. That's just an inflatable pigeon. It is inflatable. What a a motley lineup. Yeah. The space cat. The inflatable pigeon. Is
1: this gonna be the audition tape that we do and the after two we hit a hundred? Yeah.
0: Reviews? Yeah, you and I will each get into. We'll, we'll audition oh. as. Do you want to? Oh, am I just the only one doing it? I mean, fine. No, if, I know. If,
1: if we get to a hundred ratings, I'll do it.
0: You'll do it. Okay, yeah. but that. It, hold on. Let's let's caveat that though. It needs to be a hundred ratings by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, because it can't just be like whenever. Because yeah, I'm not no, going to find you in five now. years. I was yeah. going to yeah. say not. Gonna no, find we you will in definitely, definitely not be on speaking
1: up. terms within. five oh, years.
0: Oh, yeah. apparently, all it takes is about four episodes before like I lose <laughs> a podcast co-host. So. I'm really looking forward to to having known you. Oh this yeah, this was fun. Oh, no, a good time. I have so many other ways to describe you though, other than just the <laughs> spiciest ginger since Gilligan's Island.
1: I appreciate that.
0: I've been making a whole list. On, oh, good. In in my notes app, and whenever um, one comes to me, generally when I'm walking the dog, <laughs> um, that's my best my best thinking time.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, like dogs and descriptors of me are are kind of uh, in the same mental space for you. Yeah. That's good.
0: Dog, dog relieving himself and you (laughs) let's, let's be specific. That is my brand. (laughs) All right. So, um, I think that was a thrilling and focused episode (laughs) of the ravine report. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, You, again, you should follow us, uh, at ravine report pod on Twitter, follow Dodgers lowdown on Twitter. That's Dodgers underscore lowdown. Follow them on Instagram, Um, there is also the lowdown podcast is a, the Dodgers lowdown podcast about, well, it's called the lowdown and it's a Dodgers lowdown podcast about minor league teams. So you can get yourself or the Dodgers minor league teams. Um, so you can get yourself prepped for the next time that we do this game. Mm.
1: Um, I was, I was about to ask you those teams names and then I was like, no, those are probably going to come up at some point. We don't
0: have really fun ones, unfortunately. Yeah, I know it's a bummer. It's like, there's no rubber ducks in our system, unfortunately. Um, you can email us at ravine report pod at gmail.com. Uh, remember to please rate and review us on any and all of the ways to listen to us, but particularly on iTunes is, would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have questions, please feel free to reach out. I always would love to take some listener questions. That'll help me fill the airtime.
1: Of course.
0: Hopefully next week we'll have a guest co-host. So tune back in. I will be announcing that if it works out, I will be announcing it later this week. Um, And otherwise, thanks for listening, guys, and see you next week. Bye.